that when uh, you step into this position that I am, I'm in, you know, being your hostess with the Moses, but, you know, very multifaceted individual. Um, a lot of great responsibility, you know. And one of those responsibilities is to have proper etiquette. You know, when uh, being in this position and remembering, remembering to remember. So, I'm gonna give you an example. You know, of what is encouraged. What is encouraged is that you always speak who you are. I am Wei Yu Aniha Win. I am Si Chongu Lakota. I am Makto Clan. I am from one of the seven fires. Tanawin Oseti Sakazoin And I am speaking to you from the lands of the Lakota the Winnebago the Cheyenne the Omaha the Ponca the Saxon Fox And I'm at extremely honored relatives. So let's get it, relatives. Let's do this. Let's invite that spirit of truth in. And let's keep that healing going. Inner Tribal Radio.
Are you feeling it? Are you feeling like the spirit of truth has come in? Because, uh, we got, you know, we have reached a point that we can't tell ourselves that we have a problem, you know? And, um, there's just, you know, the focus lately has been about chasing his Porsche, chasing his horse, chasing horse, right? And I'm taking a real personal interest in it because, um, this girl is sea child, you know, and I'm nothing but a year older than him. And I know I spoke in a past episode about, you know, having contact with him and dancing in the same circles and being a part of the same circles that he received his medicine from, you know, part of where I received my medicine from. You know, so our paths have crossed and, you know, one of the big questions is, why was this allowed to continue? I hope we are all um, on the same page with the answer, because the answer is because we allowed it. I've... um, brought some other voices along, you know, to help um, us get it, you know, help us um, understand what not walking and talking First Nation gets you. A lot of responsibility in these positions, even this one, even yours listening. Great responsibility. And um, you can't heal without accountability. You can't do a lot of things without accountability. You know, and accountability is more or less another word for responsibility, right? follow with me relatives and um, I'm going to use these voices you know the voice is the most powerful weapon out there let's get it relatives Well, chilling new details tonight about Nathan chasing horses' alleged crimes through grand jury transcripts. The former actor was indicted in Clark County on 19 felony charges. Jaywon Jung spent hours sifting through the transcripts. She has more tonight. These grand jury transcripts are more than 150 pages long and reveal more about Chasing Horse's alleged crimes. In them, two women testified that Chasing Horse blamed the spirits for sexually assaulting them. According to grand jury transcripts, the two women who testified against Chasing Horse say they believe he could cure diseases, even cancers. Both testified that they were connected in life with Chasing Horse through native Lakota ceremonies. 
One woman, now 25 years old, claimed when she was 14 she came to Las Vegas to ask for a ceremony to heal her sick mother. But according to the document, that was when Chasing Horse took her to a closet and sexually assaulted her. Allison Renville is a media consultant for the Lakota Nation. She says Chasing Horse's alleged crimes are not an accurate representation of their culture. Makes a lot of references to grandfathers, and you know, as though, um, you know, he's got a direct line to certain types of things, you know, or to to spirits and um, people who have passed on. And he uses that as a coercion tactic to, you know, manipulate his followers. It implies a lot of mysticism around the ceremony. It's really important for us to keep reiterating that our people can trust our ceremony people. There the transcripts name chasing horses, helpers, and wives, but none are facing charges at this time. A Metro Police forensic scientist also testified that a large amount of magic mushrooms were found in his North Las Vegas home on January 31st when police served a search warrant. In the newsroom, I'm Jay Wan Jung. My name is Echo Fan Gray Wolf. Welcome to Comfort Having Number Two. I'm going to address this as a Native American issue. Um, this is Native American issue video one. So, um, if you guys aren't up to speed, there was, um, a Native American being charged with, um, a lot of bad shit involving young ladies and, um, sex and trafficking and some more shit. And his name, I believe, is Nathan Chasing Horse. Don't quote me on that. I didn't really want to touch it. I didn't really want to address it. And I don't want to address it on TikTok. I would rather address it here. Because if I address it here, I have a little bit more freedom of speech. As I like to say, everybody, no matter your race, no matter your gender, has the potential of becoming an evil person. Nathan Chasing Horse has made maybe set back the Native American community by 100 years or so. Alright, so this uh, bad excuse for a human being, excuse me, this piece of filth passing as a native has infected native women, not with STDs or anything, just in a really bad, 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 bad manner. And um, he's supposed to be incarcerated. However, my friend, whose name will be left off, she dropped me some information that they set him at a $300 bill and that he could be out of jail until the time of his trial. Which in some cases is okay, but in the case of the crimes that he is being accused of, it is not. And he is a definite flight risk and a danger to Native society. As a mixed Native, I figured I'd better address this because the things that he's being charged with, there's like five to seven charges and... The bulk of those are sexual assault with um, young girls. I'm trying to word it effectively. Um, he's a flight risk. He's a risk to the danger of young females in Native society, and that's not good. So he needs to be put under the jail when they convict him, if they convict him, and they're dancing around this shit on TikTok. But they're dancing around a very serious thing, you know. 
Now, normally, you know, I don't have anything really bad to say about natives, but letting this go as far as it's gone, it's gone too damn far. And I know we all have the right to speedy trial, etc., etc. But when it's something this serious, I don't think bail should really be an option. But I can be wrong, you know. And if I try to look at it from me being in his shoes, one, I would never be in his shoes purposefully, you know. Getting accused of something one time is one time too damn many. But if you're going to continue down that path and you know you're doing it and then you finally get caught, you know, hey, man, you know, you dug your grave with a silver spoon. Now bury yourself with the shovel because you literally did it to yourself. There's a big difference than when you are innocent and being accused of something. But innocent man can't get accused by like nine, ten damn people. No, yeah, well, I guess you can, but at that same time, it's starting to question your innocence, you know. So, one, why do stuff to get yourself in trouble? Two, don't record your shit if you're doing that. Now, Nathan hasn't done that, but at that same time, that's one of little girls, man. And he probably should not be doing that, and his bail was really, really low. So, that being said, you know, um, I pray for the victims. I pray for him to get the help that he needs. But I also pray that they lock his ass up. I'm sorry. Because the shoe's on the other foot and it was me. They'd be locking my ass up. That being said, I'm Echo Fan Grey Wolf. This is Kung Fafric number two. Be seeing you. Team point is from the forehead to the back. Well, most medicine people... You touch behind their back, you have a hole there. So you can see whoever says the medicine man. The medicine man also knows all the laws of the Sundance, the medicine of Sundance, and the medicine of the vision quest, medicine of the journey. But see, a lot of medicine, so-called medicine man, cannot be one because they don't speak the spirit language. That's the spirit language. And nobody don't have that. You can learn it. You put your heart to it, you're going to learn in the heart spirit. If you put your two pounds of mucus here, you're not going to learn it. Because this mucus is learned by writing and reading. Heart spirit is oral. You can hear it and listen and keep it. So that's why the so-called medicine man, I don't put down none of them because at least they're praying and trying to fall over each other, trying to get back to the center. I, I fully agree because in 1973, that's what we fought for. There were... The Sioux people were the last ones to hang on to the language and the rituals of sweat lodge, Sundance, and all of that. In 1973, it was like brothers like Dennis and Russell and Clyde and Vernon and Carter Camp, all the families of the Ogallalas. A lot of these uh, principal people were not mentioned in Wunitni books or history because... The backbone of that movement was the grandmas and grandpas and the helpers. 
So any organization program you put up, they always talk about the stars that put it up, or they, they don't do the work. It has to be the creation of nature. All the ants work together to create the ant pile. Okay. All the bees work together in order to create honey. So this movement of American Indian movement was created by grandmas, matriarchal society, back in 1968, above Murphy's Bar in Franklin Avenue. I was there. I was the only Sioux person there, 1968. So what I'm saying is that the matriarchal society has always been the power of North America. It is from the grandma, mother, sister, and daughter. And the Sioux people have kept this uh, history together as well as the laws of the universe. And we, the Indian people in North America, are star people. I don't care what anybody says. We still carry the rituals of star people, ceremonies. This is why I have Uipi and Lawampi. And any intellect that go to these ceremonies will sit there, what, what, how, did they, how are they doing it? How is this man climbing way up there in the corner? How is he flying from one corner to another? How is he healing with cancer? How is he, you know? But all we ask people who come to these ceremonies, put your intellect ways outside the room and be a human. Be a person of water, fire, earth, and air. That's it. And you can attain that level. So scientists could come in, anybody could come in, but they could never understand the spiritual language of our way of life. And we've been here from time immortal, and we're going to be still be here if everybody's wiped out. Because we kept the laws of the seven laws of the universe, which is the Dipper. So this is what we're trying to say for our children. The influence of this television and all the videos that's corrupting the Indian people, because that's not their way. Alcohol is not an Indian way of life. Drug is not an Indian way of life. But understand that uh, people try to change the Indian people are using this television, violence, drugs, shooting, and America is always trying, the uh, European government is always trying to uh, confiscate a person's mind to their own way of life. And it'll never happen. Because I heard a gentleman speak in 1988. And his language says that you may conquer me physically, but you have taken the lives of my elders and the lives of my young people. You have taken away my livelihood, the goats. You have intruded in our way of life and tried to destroy my people. Understand, he said, you may conquer me physically one day, but my spirit's going to live on to conquer you. So every done, everything is done ceremoniously, done here on this earth has been neglected and put aside. And China 
incarcerate our way of life plus our thinking mentally to another way of life that is not ours which the, that other way of life only leads to self-destruction and then high technology world we're living in is going to self-destruct everybody every human life on earth is going to be answering to the way they live because this electricity is going to automatically stop air condition who's going to answer that you know yourself but understand the next seven generation that we're thinking about in our treaty as a 68 treaty delegate under this grandfather that I stand Chief Red Cloud uh, I really feel that he foresaw this next seven generation that we need to work on coming back to reality, which is a nature way of life. And I really believe that because most of the European colleges are studying the native way of surviving now. It's planting gardens and living off the earth, fishes and venison. So we have a tohu, but... This other way, when the Great Spirit told us and the spirits told us this economic breakdown is reality and it's going to get worse, it's going to force the people to plant, it's going to force people out of the city, it's going to force people to live off the earth, which already know a lot of family from New York moving out to Black Hills, buying land and trying to make a go of it and they're having a hard time because they were brought up in the city they come out of here don't know how to plant gardens they come out of here don't know how to hunt so it's really important that we teach them that's why I have a lot of European students lawyers, doctors students, college students that come every summer and learn from me now I went to a UEP ceremony. This is a man. He's bound. Tied. And they wrapped a blanket in the time. And they turn off the lights. And he makes a prayer. And I listened to his prayers. I could agree with his prayers for his people. And he has, I can't explain, he has spirit helpers. His, it's in the, at night and the windows are closed, covered, completely dark. And he's wrapped in a blanket, Uipi, and he's offering a prayer. And I listened to his prayer. I could agree with everything he was praying for. And then the helpers, spirit helpers come. He welcomes them. How, 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 Tanya, he below. And he's greeting them. All of a sudden, 
this room is almost like someone turned on air conditioned full blast. Change the temperature of the room. I can't explain how that happens. And um, for those of you who have illness, if you'll stand and I could hear a rattle. I didn't have anything wrong with me, so I would just sat remain. But there's a tobacco, string of tobacco. We don't go inside. He, he does his, and uh, we sit on it, and there's a, a string of tobacco. But when he says that, the room, temperature of the room suddenly changes. He welcomes the spirit helpers. I can't explain the log house. There's no air conditioning in there, but it changed. And he um, does two things. He seeks lost articles. And one of them said he, um, a horse strayed and he's looking for his horse. And he described the place where the horse is. And for those who have the, the, I could hear the gourd going uh, much later when the lights had turned on he had been bound tied in a blanket tied he's sitting cross-legged on the dirt floor completely free and we smoked the pipe and we passed Mitako asked we are all related The weepy ceremony. I experienced and what it is. And now I'm going to talk about the weepy ceremony. And what I experienced was crazy. I got scared of it when I first did it. I did it when I was 16 or when I was 17, I think. Uh, when I was 17. And when I did that weepy ceremony, the man was singing a weepy song and praying for the people and then he went around the room and asked what do you want so I said that I want I told I told the elder that was asking us what we wanted in the ceremony and I said that I wanted my my spirit to be healed and um, awakened and I wanted um, my family to be protected their spirits and that's what I asked for and then another person there was four of us then we all there was four of us in the Uweepi ceremony there was the elder that sang the uh, did the ceremony there was another person on the uh one of the corners because it's done in four like we did the four the the ones at the four corners because of the four corners of the earth or something like that and the medicine is in the middle of the room and he has like 
powerful medicine. Yes, powerful medicine. And he closes the light. He closes the light. Like he closes the light, and then we speak what we want, and ask the Creator what we want. And uh, the weepy, the weepy man sings a song, and then he calls upon the spirits during the he weepy and he and he uh, and this we saw this star come into the room and it started flying around us and started flying around us and then I was like yo can you guys hear that can you guys see that and then one of the uh, you other youth said I can see it I can see it and then everybody told uh, then the elder told us not to move and you weepy when they do you weepy and stuff you can see the you can see that everything is dark like everything is dark like it's pitch black in there you can't see anything but you can see stars walking around and you can see spirits walking around the room you can see spirits it's like our physical body went into the spirit world but like we're still in the physical world or something like that because you weep is metaphysical and sometimes they take you with them sometimes they'll take you into the spirit world with them when the, when the star comes into the room the star will come into the room and I saw this like white star and I saw a yellow star there was there were both stars circling the room and then the star came inside me and then I heard a spirit that was protecting me since I was young spirits that were visiting me since I was like nine years old and I heard my name being called out I heard my name being called out Patrick Patrick and then yeah that's all I can remember from the weepy ceremony but like it's like I can feel this energy inside me ever since I did the weepy and it felt really good like the weepy experience was awesome man it was and I like learned learn a lot from the weepy and I was talking to an elder and he said that my spirits that they hear, they say, they say, say I'm gifted. A lot of the elders, when I talk to the elders, they say I'm gifted. We're talking to spirits. You know, maybe it's just lost spirits that want to go home or whatever. Go to their star system because they're lost. And they don't know where to go. And sometimes the UEFI like sometimes they'll take them with you to the spirit world when you do you weepy um and this you weepy man does like does like um ceremonial songs and he speaks in his language and he has spirit helpers walking around the room and I can feel like this coldness I can feel this coldness in the room, like 
you know, it was hot before in the room, like there was no, it was normal, like normal temperature, you know what I mean? But it just felt really, really cold and freezing when, when it happened, when he was doing the UAP. And I heard a word called Weedrill when I awakened, like a couple years later, like a couple years later I heard voices. And, uh, and from that UEP I got that gift. They gave me a gift when I was in the UEP. And I was able to talk to spirits since I was about 19. Because I did the UEP when I was 17. And I heard voices when I was 19. And I was able to talk to spirit when I was younger too. And I always had this gift. And I was able to hear someone talk to me in the UEP. Spirits talked to me. All the time. And the UEP man has this power. And I have this power as well. I have a lot of power. And I have gifts that people don't know about. The UEP ceremony that it did. That they closed the lights. You know what I mean? This is how it is, yo. I'll show you. Like, the whole fucking. Like, it's dark. You can't see anything and you see these stars flying around the room. Like when you, when you like, close the lights and stuff. Like, it's completely dark like this, you can't see anything, you know what I mean? Like, it's completely dark. It's like that. And then, yeah. So I learned a word called Weedru. And a lot of uh, Aboriginal people use that word as well. And I think that might be a powerful word. We do when I was in the UEP. I heard that word. And every time when I heard it, I see stars in the room, orbs flying, white stars, and stuff like that. And uh, when I say the word we do, and like spirits come and move things around, you know. You know, try it out for yourself when you when you're meditating. Close your eyes, close the lights, and say "Weedu." Say "Weedu," "Weedu," "Weedu." So I found out about that word. Spirits come move things and shit. Like literally, levitate shit in front of you. And I've seen this paper levitate in front of me before. Uh, and I did a lot of rituals and, uh, ceremonies. And Uweepy, uh, gave me a lot of power. When I did one Uweepy, and I'm planning to do another one. Because, uh, I was able to hear out of my ears. Like someone talking in my ears, in my mind, and everything. And, like, my power almost awakened too and I got scared of it and yeah it's like really interesting to know that about the Uweepi and it's real and it's metaphysical too and uh Uweepi <coughs> ceremony yeah this is Mahican Wolf I hope you enjoy this video like this video comment down below subscribe and yeah, peace out. Have a good day.
so relatives, you know, we're gonna move on from this chasing horse topic and we're gonna talk about something that needs our attention right now and it's about the white vans going res to res in the Arizona area and elsewhere with promises of treatment only relatives aren't showing up and they're not being released from treatment then we got the relatives that are you know given alcohol or whatever their choice of poison is all the way there and they are not humane living conditions the so called treatment so I'm going to share a little bit I've shared some in the past but we're going to bring as much attention to it as possible This is Inner Tribal Radio. So Valley Group Homes preying on Native Americans to profit from their health care insurance. We're learning the FBI is investigating several fraud cases along with what appears to be human trafficking. Fox 10 investigator Justin Lum tonight has been looking into the money-making scam that's taking advantage of people's addictions all to make a buck. Justin, with part three of Preying on a People. Justin, is there any solution to all this? Well, to find a solution, we wanted to get some insight from people in charge of sober living homes. How easy is it to get paid thousands of dollars in Medicaid benefits off one person alone? And it's not as simple as opening a residential rehab center, especially if it's not licensed. The challenge is identifying the bad actors in a lucrative business. On a chilly January morning, we enter the zone the largest homeless encampment in Phoenix, where nearly a 1,000 people live in tents on the streets. Hey, Leon, can we talk to you real quick? NG Sober Living? You're with? They're, they're, not, they're not police, though. I'd like to talk to you about your sober living home. Can you just tell us about what's going on here with the services? I just want to know, if, you're, if your business is legitimate, can you just tell me a little bit more about your business? We're here because Michael White has been dropped off at the Human Services Campus, homeless again after staying at NG Sober Living Home for several weeks. He spoke to us from the home in part two of our series, claiming patients don't get services they're entitled to. The zone is where he says he was first picked up by Leon Kaijamahe, listed as the managing director of the home. And he told me that um, you reported to Fox News, you told them about us, and you've been blabbing your mouth, and... Um, I'm going to drop you off right here. I don't want you in my house anymore. But Michael did not want to be dumped in the zone, and police arrive. We tried to talk to Leon before, but he declined. NG Sober Living Home is not a licensed sober house or behavioral group home per DHS records. The houses are unsupervised. There's drug and alcohol use in the homes. But it in, the houses are nice, so it literally enables somebody that is off the streets to have a nice place to sleep and stay in their addiction and they don't want to talk about it because they're comfortable. The FBI in Phoenix won't tell us specifically which group homes investigators are looking into, but investigators say the overall scheme involves organizers targeting indigenous people from reservations in Arizona, New Mexico, South Dakota, 
and even at local flea markets and medical centers. The recruiters promise therapy services, yet offer alcohol during the transport. Organizers make sure victims are enrolled in the American Indian Health Plan through Access so they can make money off the benefits, licensed or not. You could be licensed, but then you could employ people who, for example, the Department of Health or Access have no idea are working under you. And there's more money to be made through outpatient programs, non-residential services, to meet patient needs. We found a program in Phoenix where we watched several clients get picked up. This man named Tony says he manages a sober living facility called Good Life Homes. I asked if the home is licensed. No, we licensed, but we are trying to get licensed. You guys get paid through access yeah. to each client? Yeah, not to us, not, not straight to us, but we get paid through the for the IOPs or the clinics. Looking at the access outpatient rates for behavioral health, some services cost nearly $400. Counseling and therapy can add up quick, as much as 30 bucks every 15 minutes. Tony is aware of the FBI's investigation and says he does not intentionally recruit Native Americans, nor does he allow alcohol or drug use at his group home. You're doing it the right way. Exactly. Is everybody, you know, other managers you know here, are they doing it the right way? I can't tell for sure. What should be done? <laughs> How do you fix it? Uh, to, to me, I could just say, let the FBI do it. It's what? One individual can bring in more than $7,000 into one of these homes with the uh, funding through access or even through Medicare, depending if it's a residential behavioral health facility or if it's a sober living community. Enter Senate Bill 1661, proposed by Democratic State Senator Teresa Hatatli. If passed into law, a behavioral health group home admitting a patient must notify their family as soon as possible. The client must be sober when transported to the home or referred by an approved provider of a tribal health care program. A first violation costs $750, a second violation worth 1000 and a third means a license suspension for 30 days. They prey on the weakest people um, in my community who need the most help. At a recent hearing in front of the Senate's Health and Human Services Committee, Navajo Nation First Lady Jasmine Blackwater Nigren spoke on behalf of the bill. She says there are more than 60 cases of missing natives out of Tuba City alone. We've witnessed unmarked vans drive onto tribal land, pull into gas stations. They find inebriated tribal members. They pull them in and drive them off without ever receiving proper consent from the individual. Lieutenant Governor Monica Anton of the Gila River Indian community says her niece was found dead at a sober living home after moving house to house. She says three other members of the community have also died in sober living homes. They allow them to use fentanyl. They allow them to drink still. So they'll call access up and say, hey, they relapse. I need another 30 days. So the 7,000 she talked about continues for another 90 days. A cycle not only preying on a people, but seeping into neighborhoods of unsuspecting families. And I wanted to quickly break down some numbers. According to the State Department of Health's da database, there are licensed behavioral health adult group homes, 900 of them at this moment, and nearly 250 licensed sober living homes. So all told, you're looking at about 1,200 licensed homes in those categories across the state that DHS knows of. Then you got to weed out the ones that are unlicensed. And the challenge, as I said, is trying to figure out who the bad actors are, uh, the ones allegedly getting in on the scheme. So that explosion of numbers would indicate 
Somebody's figured out there's money to be made, and there's now a proliferation of these homes. Yeah, what we're hearing is that they are popping up everywhere. And what we've learned is, at least in the city of Phoenix, there are zoning regulations for residential facilities. So if you have a residence with six to ten uh, patients there, you have to register with the city. And now you can't be within 1,320 feet of another group home. But let's say you have capped it at five residents. Now you're not at that six to ten mm -hmm. mark. And who's really regulating this? So yeah. there are definitely you challenges. Cluster. You can now have the cluster, not advertising the loophole, but it's pretty clear. Right. It's one number off, five and There's six. There's money to be made. Exactly. Yeah. So this is definitely a problem that we're seeing everywhere right. is what we're hearing. Yeah, what has the response been? This is the three-part series. Tonight was the final portion of that, and, and people have been calling. And I can tell you guys that we have never gotten, at least I, in my career, a response like this for a story where we're getting dozens of messages, emails, phone calls, comments with people with multiple perspectives and stories, people giving us tips. And to be honest, this investigation for us started with a tip, and that person uh, knows who they are uh, to give them some credit. So if you have a tip, just scan the QR code on your screen to email us, fox10investigates at fox.com. Um, and to watch the rest of this series, you can head to fox10phoenix.com if you missed part one and part two of preying on the people. One more thing. Um, the FBI, pretty rare when they're in the middle of an investigation to go public with you about this. They've obviously got something big brewing. It's a good point. They want more information from the public. So those same tips, those stories uh, have anything to do with this scheme, please reach out to the FBI and provide your tips. Okay. A developing story out of Buckeye, DPS investigating the discovery of a man's body. Human remains were found just off of I-10 near the westbound on-ramp at Watson Road. The body was discovered by an ADOT worker who was cleaning the area. The on-ramp was closed for several hours while detectives investigated. New this morning, we can tell you a portion of the I-17 is back open. This was after a deadly crash. Uh, closed it down for several hours last night. This happening near Indian School just before 10 p.m. We're told an impaired male driver was speeding, rear-ending another vehicle. A woman in that second car rushed to the hospital where she later died. That suspect also taken to the hospital with injuries not considered life-threatening. Two other vehicles, those ended up being involved in that collision as well. Fortunately, neither of the drivers suffering any major injuries. A collision over the weekend in Goodyear that killed two bicyclists and injured more than a dozen others. Witnesses, they have come forward with new details about a second person in the pickup truck. But police say that they only know of one man right now, the driver. And that driver has been identified as Pedro Quintana Lujan. Police say that he plowed into the group of bicyclists from behind. He is in custody facing a number of charges. Fox 10's Nicole Garcia spoke to two of the victims. It actually struck me it wasn't the truck. It was the actual bodies and bike parts that were being pushed up from behind into me. Uh, the truck, um, when I looked up, the truck had already gone past me, um, but he was still under power and he stopped further down down the road. Survivors of Saturday's deadly collision are speaking out about the chaos and carnage that took the lives of two of their fellow cyclists. Police have identified them as 61-year-old Karen Melissa, a retired middle school teacher and longtime resident of Goodyear, and 65-year-old David Caro, a Michigan resident who was visiting for spring training. I landed 
on my back, on my head, and I think I rolled down, and I was just one of the lucky ones that ended up with only a concussion. According to court documents, 26-year-old Pedro Quintana told police his steering wheel locked up and he couldn't control his truck. Investigators say the pickup drifted to the right, hitting a concrete barrier before plowing into a group of 20 bicyclists from behind. Quintana told officers he had smoked marijuana on Friday, the day before the crash. Investigators submitted a blood sample to the DPS crime lab and are waiting for results to figure out if impairment was a factor. At his first court appearance, a judge set Quintana's bond at $250,000. The court doesn't necessarily have to believe that you intended to mow down 20 cyclists, but the court can reasonably infer from what's been alleged against you that you may have done something with a lesser intent, such as to scare them or annoy them. I'm going to pray for him because he's a young man. His whole life is ruined. His children's lives, his wife, and all the lives that he affected on the road. Mesa police also need your help finding a murder suspect. 27-year-old Catherine Katie Hansen is accused of shooting and killing a man on February 7th. This happened inside of a bedroom at a home off Palo Verde Street in Southern. Hansen has a tattoo over her right eyebrow that reads, Stay True. If you see her or know where she is, call Silent Witness. Now to a story that you'll only see on 12 News. They promised to help vulnerable Native Americans, but instead are taking advantage of them for money. We're talking about the illegitimate group homes here in the Valley targeting indigenous people by picking them up off the street in vans or placing them in those so-called rehab centers in order to get federal funds without actually treating anyone. Well, now the FBI is getting involved. Team 12's Chase Go Lightly spoke exclusively with a special agent in charge of the investigation. And Chase, this sounded fishy right from the start, and it was all about money. Mark Rebe, it's no drop in the bucket either. The FBI says this has been going on for years, costing the taxpayers millions of dollars. We've spoken with those who had their loved ones taken. She was approached walking on the street. Reva Stewart says her cousin was approached by a van similar to this one in New Mexico and driven hours away to the valley with the promise of getting sober at one of their at-home rehab centers. But Stewart says... That was a lie. She got in the van. There was, um, she said, four other people. They were allowed to drink. They gave them alcohol. Once they made it to the group home, Stewart's cousin was told to sign up for the state's American Indian Health Program. When she refused, they told her to go, leaving her stranded hundreds of miles away from home. Rode around on the bus trying to figure out how am I going to hitchhike back. But this is far from the only incident. 12 News went to a Phoenix neighborhood where there are about 20 licensed behavioral health homes where neighbors worry this is happening. We spoke to one man who was picked up from Tuba City in northern Arizona. I got a ride. Oh, um, yeah. I got, actually, I got picked up. He said he was living at a sober living home and said he was okay. But when asked by a neighbor if he was sober... You smoke pot today, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what, yeah. Reports of this coming out of Tuba City leading to dozens of Native Americans reported as missing. It's been every kind of vehicle. And a federal investigation. So I'm a special agent with the FBI. I've been here about six years. 
I work healthcare fraud and complex financial crimes. Special Agent Antoinette Ferrari says these illegitimate group homes are doing this for one reason. What it's predicated on is the money that people are getting. With no intention of giving anyone help. They're not getting the services for mental health illnesses or substance abuse that they actually need to be getting. Making their victims sign up for access so they can make money. A lot of money. We're talking about millions that have gone out. Taking advantage of Native Americans and the system. That's a huge concern for us. A lot of times they're being put in dangerous situations. Sometimes their children are being put in dangerous situations. Agent Ferrari now asking for victims, families, anyone who experienced this to come forward to help them put a stop to these group homes. That information can be found on our website, 12news.com. Now, access, again, that's the program where these federal dollars are being taken. They say that they're aware of the situation and are working with the FBI on this. But we'll be sure to keep you updated as we follow these latest developments. For now, we're live in the Alert Center. Chase Golightly, 12 News. Chase, thanks. Now for the This song is about the Chunkuluta, the Red Road. And the words to this uh, song is a very simple song, you know. I heard this song, and it really, really uh, interests me, you know, because uh, how they put the words in, you know. And uh, when we walk the red road, you know, some of us think the red road is hard, very hard. But it all depends how you make a red road, whether it's you make it wide or narrow, you know. But to me, I walk the red road, and it's a good red road. I love the red road, you know. It make, it changed me, and it brings me many good things in life, you know. So, when I hear this song, you know, this song, it, it really interests me, you know. And I, I always uh, give Wopila, like every day, every evening prayers. But anyway, this uh, uh, words to this uh, song is I'm walking on the red road. Grandfather, I thank you. I pray to you with this Chanupa. Grandfather, Grandfather, thank you. And those words, you know, those words itself, it really, like it put, it put a, a spiritual awakening in those words like that. Shilaya, 
Oh, God, slide. 
Narrow path towards the light. Don't step under the toes. Don't try to start fights. My satellite is picky. It ain't picking up your signal. I see through you like I stabbed you with a pitchfork. I risk more for the people I care about. You know moral having thick writers complain about life. Cause you ain't living it right. Ain't towards progression instead of speaking on lies. I stay, stay humble with a cookie that don't crumble. You remain main focused about that shit that brings us trouble. But I'll stay faded, love it or hate it. Thinking that I change, but there's no one's changing. Maybe it's the things that I got on my mind. Maybe it's the way that I'm living my life. But I'll stay faded, love it or hate it. Thinking that I change, but there's no one's changing. Maybe it's the things that I got on my mind. Maybe it's the way that I'm living my life. But I'll stay faded, love it or hate it. Thinking that I change, but there's no one's changing. Maybe it's the things that I I got on my mind Maybe it's the way that I'm living my life Stay true to the Finally I leave these people where they sleep Black sheep not counting sheep People trying to cloud me But me I gotta be free like dreams of those who slept I walk alone with some homies that I've kept Not dealing feelings I ain't even about to break a sweat Over this bullshit sense Need change I give them sense Mine like the moon still beautiful with dense Positive I keep like a picture in a locket Cause homies turn to foes I watch them trying to knock it I hope you hear me when I'm knocking and you're knocking when I say all of the lights are shaded Too much bullshit, that's why I get faded Too much love, dog. just wait until they hate it But I ain't even tripping, I'm pushing when I'm kicking Collecting water, when it's raining there's a positive to everything Anything's worth creating, just know they'll try to break it They wanna see you failing, so keep that mind right Ignore the bullshit, with a daydream When life gives you lemon, just try and create a painting Knowing that they're waiting, just so they can ruin it Block that shit out like sunlight through an eclipse Life is beautiful, it just depends on how you really live be real with yourself cause they don't really give a shit all you gotta do is trip on how far you really get all you gotta do is trip on how far you really get it's life Stay faded, love it or hate it Thinking that I change, but there's no one's changing Maybe it's the things that I got on my mind Maybe it's the way that I'm living my life But I'll stay faded, love it or hate it Thinking that I change, but there's the one's changing Maybe it's the things that I got on my mind Maybe it's the way that I'm living my life But I'll stay faded, love it or hate it Thinking that I change, but there's the one's changing Maybe it's the things that I got on my mind Maybe it's the way that I'm living my life Stay true to the art
on the threshold with nothing but labor and skill a little patience never pity those too lazy to build i got the will they lack filled the gap they created aggravated with the masquerade but happily hated because the love they're giving away it doesn't mean a thing i don't even see the queen or king in this arena's ring so what's the reason in competing with these common folk when i got my focus on the throne is this some kind of joke i'm hoping not for the sake of the person wasting time they tried inflating the state of their work debating mine creating shine shading someone else's light only works until the shade is drawn to sun excelling price so undersell the hype i'm happy catching them off guard acting hard for shielding the fact as soft as they often are but they don't get eventually we'll see the truth when it's seen the truth they seem to speak it doesn't leave the booth Some string that's attached by a motherfucker think he got wings on his back. 
You ain't an angel pop, you working for the devil The nightmare of money to lead would be a rebel I did all of you dirty, so I should've gone to jail I took your fucking government and put it up for sale Look, American democracy has been hacked By the corrupt paradigm, that's a supreme fact And every word that I said in the song I've been working for the devil too long And now I'm gone Say some words that help and if it does let me know Cause you were like my bro growing up Taught you everything I know Too bad I didn't know enough I only wish I could have set a better example But my life was already a handful Land full of the lifestyle and details I'd rather keep hidden I made mistakes for you to learn from but didn't But don't sweat it forget it You ain't to blame You had a rough childhood man That's why we're the same And in the world we were both abandoned I'm handing you a promise I'll be understanding That's why no matter what I forgave you for The things you put me through cause I can't ignore them Fact the blood remains thicker than water The harder things get I feel I still gotta Come through for family it takes a bigger man to be forgiven like I am You see but no one's understanding me No need to justify or find the reasons I make examples I keep speaking I keep teaching Living wrong man Never knew what I was gonna lose Or what I might just keep So I just kept going Stop picking up stones man When you're a grown man Times are deep You better turn over Hello mama It's been what a year and some change Since you left this world I knew I'd never be the same A lot of things done changed Since we last spoke Rearranged my whole frame And no it ain't no joke Oh And for the very first time in my life I settled down to one woman and I'm making my wife Slow down on my drinking cause I know how you feel So now I'm keeping that promise, taking care of my health Finally got that baby girl that me and you had talked about Know you watching over me, just hoping that I make you proud I gave her your name mama and I say it loud Working double time on this music just to make it out And your baby boy's turning into little men I'm living positive and I'm never looking back again I sit and grieve like you wouldn't believe So just know that I'm Turned over a new leaf 
I'm as stubborn as they get sometimes I won't budge But I no longer see use in holding a grudge When the ones we need are the ones we judge And the ones we hurt most are the ones we love Now I've seen better days, acted in many ways But I hope the way I see the world right now stays It pays to be the best that I can with my delivery, my flow And everything else that God has given me I can't explain what changed my belief I hope it ain't brief, I'm turning over a new leaf I can't explain what changed my belief. I hope it ain't brief. I'm turning over a new my leaf. I was torn. I was living wrong. Man. Never knew what I was gonna lose or what I might just get. So I just kept on. Stop kicking up stones, man. When no real growing times are deep, you better turn over. And they're speaking a broken language Many suffer and seem aimless We ain't strangers to your system Cause we know your people hate us Your educators and degrade us We're slowly fading like our history The truth is no mystery My people are full of anguish And they're speaking a broken language Many suffer and seem aimless We ain't strangers to your system Cause we know your people hate us Your educators and degrade us We're slowly fading like our history The truth is no mystery We always have to look at everything that has been done All the children that you took They said this for their God And they could never do no wrong they killed the savage and the man while they ravaged up the lands they pretend like they don't notice while we try and take a stand all my people staying focused on a way to understand why they did the things they did kids were locked up in some cages by these pedophiles and rapists they nearly murdered every child and now they want to reconcile am i the only one that thinks that what they say is fucking wild but i guess that is the message forgive and live they talk pretentious just to try and break the tension they deflect in every question about the children of selection about the way they did inspections My people are full of anguish and they're speaking a broken language Many suffer and seem aimless, we ain't strangers to your system Cause we know your people hate us, you educate us and degrade us We're slowly fading like our history, the truth is no mystery My people are full of anguish and they're speaking a broken language Many suffer and seem aimless, we ain't strangers to your system Cause we know your people hate us, you educate us and degrade us We're slowly fading like our history, the truth is no mystery They don't speak about the graves while they counting up the blessings They're disgusted by our ways and beat us till we got the message 
message We're no longer in those days And still my people suffer We're still dealing with the pain Some play life like it's a game Others are fighting for a change While they're breaking all these treaties Seizing any opportunity to try and gain immunity They pillage in our villages My natives know how real it is We're something else indigenous Let me speak for all my creatures I be that fire keeper I send my prayers to the sky For my people that have died For my people that wonder why I send my strength and hope you find it To our nations I'm binding I found this mountain and chose to climb it And got familiar with the climate Tarnished till we shine Cause we be those gems and diamonds I said tarnished till we shine Cause we be those gems and diamonds Jack D and Hennessy, not me. You want the Zans, the Uppers, the Ams, well not me. You wanna be a little punk copy, well not me. You can get shopped up and shot, talking what you not be, not missing what you not see. Cancel me, but you the Nazi. Tell me, do you copy? Copy. Over, over, hold on. My people hold on, my people so strong, my people shine bright like a gold star. My people talk to creator who don't scar. We gon' run the industry later, just hold on, hold strong. My people hold on, my people so strong, my people shine bright just like a gold star. My people talk to creator who don't scar. We gon' run the industry later, just hold on, hold strong. You off the Jack D and Hennessy? Well, not me. I'm on chai tea and vitamin D. It's vital life to me. In with the strong and out with the weak. Cut out the pork and bacon. Stick to the green, the lean meat. Start talking about the beef. Start being about it or walk up to the beat as in uplifting the kings. Understanding the streets, teaching the game. Cause without it, you'll never find your wings. Chasing thighs in the breast. Rise with the best and leave the club with the nine at best. I admit, I ain't even trying to finesse. That's why my advice hits the best. No difference between my tribe and their quest It's so power I possess I'm not even trying to be best My people hold on My people so strong My people are the best Shine bright like a gold star My people talk to creator Who else knows God? We gon' run the industry later Hold on, hold strong My people hold on My people so strong My people shine bright Just like a gold star My people talk to creator Who knows God? We gon' run the industry later Just hold on, hold strong You off the Jack D and the C, not me. You off the Zans, the Uppers, the Amps, not me. You wanna be a little punk cop, people, not me. You can get shocked up and shot, talking what you not be, not missing what you not see. Cancel me, but you the fucking Nazi. Tell me, do you copy? Over, over, hold on. Indigenous people, shine your light, we are equal. I remember the days when our prayers were illegal. I remember the days when being Indian was lethal.
Yeah, we had a rough past, but get ready for the sequel. Get ready for the glorious comeback of our people. Oh, yeah. Rise up, all you warriors of love. All you answers to the prayers of our ancestors from above. I can feel it in my heart. Can you feel it in your blood? I can hear the seventh fire calling us to wake up, wake up. All nations rise. Rise up, cause now's your time. We don't have to hide anymore, cause now's our time. All nations rise, rise up, cause now's your time. We don't have to hide anymore, cause now's our time. With forgiveness as my bow and my prayers as my arrows, pull them back and let go. I watch them fly like sparrows have hope. Yeah, I have hope With compassion as my shield and faith Down to my marrow I will walk the pollen path Even when it gets narrow Yeah, yeah, I Resurrect Yes, you can bet that we seen the single mama raising children on the res. We seen domestic violence tear apart what we have left. We seen the alcohol take it all and leave us dead. We seen the children take their lives when, when they can't take the dread anymore. Can't take the dread anymore. No, we can't take the dread anymore. No, we can't take the dread anymore. It's a war, yeah. it's a war but we've seen it all before. And now we know we can change it, cause that's why we were born. We know we are the ones that we have been waiting for. We are the ones Grandma has been praying for. So rise up, all you warriors of love. All you answers to the prayers of our ancestors from above. I can feel it in my heart. Can you feel it in your blood? I can hear the seventh fire calling us to wake up. Wake up. Levántense, es nuestro tiempo. No tienes que esconderte más. Ahora es nuestro tiempo. Mujer indígena, tú eres tan sagrada. Traigas medicina de tu suelo todavía A pesar del abuso de tu cuerpo y tu tierra Respetamos tus ancestros y la suya cultura Hombre indígena Tú eres honorable y yo veo la fuerza que todavía sobrevive a pesar del abuso de tu raza venerable. Yo respeto tus ritos, tus danzas, tus padres. Somos guerreros del amor y guerreros de la paz. Sí, no vamos a escondernos más. Somos guerreros del amor y guerreros de la paz. Sí, no vamos a escondernos más. They say that history is written by the victors, but how can there be a victor when the war isn't over? The battle has only just begun, and Creator is sending his very best warriors. And this time, it isn't Indians versus cowboys. No, this time, it is all the beautiful races of humanity together on the same side, and we are fighting to replace our fear with love. And this time bullets, arrows, and cannonballs won't save us. The only weapons that are useful in this battle are the weapons of truth, faith, and compassion.
There's a huge story that hasn't been told yet to mankind, and we deserve to get this story out to everybody. A lot of people on this planet are unfortunately, because they've been victims of the religious system, are waiting to die so that they can live. And that's a big problem that we have. What DNA is and how it operates, that's the big secret here, because once you understand that, then you're gonna open yourself up to um, understanding how to reprogram yourself. 432 hertz and 528 hertz. It's been scientifically proven to literally reprogram your DNA. It's the elevation of consciousness. You've gone from the primordial level of consciousness, the physical meat mode level, to a 5D ascension level of consciousness. Your body is still in the third dimension, but you're thinking from a much higher dimension, a much higher level. DNA is a storage medium. In other words, it's a hard drive. This is peer-reviewed science, by the way, guys. One gram of DNA, which is enough to put a little tiny drop on the tip of your finger, can store 700 terabytes of data. Zeros and ones that make your phone work and make your computer work. Zeros and one bits of data, zeros and ones, can be stored on DNA. We're walking USB drives, literally. Inside of your body right now, you can store 13.5 billion years of data. Ironically, that's how old the universe is. You literally have all the information stored in your body from the beginning of time until this very moment inside of you. So when people say the universe is in you, it's not just a figure of speech. Like the universe is really in you. Everything that was here from the beginning is here right now. Nothing's been added, nothing's been removed due to the law of thermodynamics. Energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be transformed. You're just here right now in this particular form at this particular moment, but all the information in your DNA will go back if you had the capability of decoding it, will allow you to find this out. This is why, and some of you here know that I talk a lot about the Anunnaki, these Atlantean beings that came here in the distant past and genetically modified the existing hominid. They didn't create people, they modified people. If you really analyze the text, and I'm not just talking about Sumerian text, you have to go into several different versions of text, the Enumeration, the Seven Tablets of Creation, the Atra Aces Epic, the Epic of Gilgamesh, you go into uh, the Emerald Tablets, you discover that there was already a hominid here and it was genetically modified. That was our cousin before Homo sapiens existed. What did they do to us to make us into this slave race to do the work for them? They disconnected our DNA. That's what you have called now junk DNA. It's not junk, guys. It's unplugged DNA. Why did they unplug it? Because our cousins, unlike you've been taught, were way smarter than us. I'm not talking technologically smarter. I'm talking about spiritually smarter. More in tune with nature, more in tune with the universe, more in tune with the planet itself, the Schumann resonant frequency of the Earth. They had bigger brains, proven, because we found the skulls all over the planet. They had uh, probably, because of bigger brains, most likely had bigger pineal glands, which is your spiritual antenna. All humans right now, we have billions of magnetite crystals in our brains. We don't even use them. They probably had access to their magnetite crystals, which is what turtles use to navigate the oceans to come back to where they're going to lay their eggs. And birds, they flock to the south and the winter and so forth, all using the magnetic field. Well, we have the same capability, but right now we've been disconnected from using that. If a tsunami comes inland, before it even hits, all the wild animals run to the mountains and the hills. You never see wild animals getting swept away by a tsunami. We've been disconnected. You know, our DNA has been disconnected. Our consciousness has been reduced. They've already scientifically proven and found out that a worship gene was embedded into the human genome. 
And they don't know who did it, but they can tell you that it was around 200,000 years ago, the same time that they discovered that chromosome number two in the human body was taken out, fused together, and two telomere caps were put on each end. Again, this is something done in a laboratory, admitted by mainstream scientists, but they can't figure out who did it. They can only tell you when. Oh, about 200,000 years ago. Well, what do the tablets say? 200,000 years ago is when they first genetically modified the existing hominid on this planet. And these tablets predate any Zachariah Sitchin's translations. Zachariah Sitchin, I want to clear this up real quick before I even proceed, never translated any Sumerian tablets. That's a hoax. He's one of the greatest researchers in the history of this planet because what he did was he took pre-existing translated information and he painted a picture for us based off of the translations that already existed. And he wrote books about it. He never translated the Sumerian tablets. The Sumerian tablets were translated in some cases, 100 years before he was even born. This is back in the 1700s and 1800s that the Sumerian tablets, the ones that have the information about these beings coming here and so forth and genetic modifying people, the Atraeus Epic and the Enuma Elish were translated before he was even born. So he never translated. He just painted a picture. He tried to pull together information from the tablets, the Mahabharata, the Bhagavad Gita, the Nag Hammadi scripts the Emerald Tablets, and he tried to paint a picture as to what he thought happened in the ancient past. Was he a 1,000% accurate? Probably not. But who is? Nobody's going to be 100% accurate on anything that they put together. We're all researching. We're all searching for answers and information. But just to clear that up, because I've got to get rid of that, debunk that big lie that floats around that we shouldn't listen to anything the Sumerian Tablets have to say because they were only translated by Zachariah Sitchin. That's actually a, that's a lie. What does it have to do with DNA? Well, if you look into the Tower of Babel incident that happened, it's recorded in the Bible, but the Bible copied it directly from where? The Sumerian tablets, which predate the Bible by 6,000 years. Ironically, if you look what the majority of religious people that believe in that book, they only think that the earth and people are only 6,000 years old. Why is that? Because the Sumerian tablets date back to 6,000 years. That's when the most recent recorded history in terms of a lot of information was, was available. So they're going off of information that was plagiarized into other religious texts. But Sumerians in this epic... There's a Tower of Babel being built in Babylon. This tower is rivaling the tower that was built by these Anunnaki beings, these Atlantean people. Now, whether the tower was a replica, direct, like an identical copy, whether it was like a cargo cult where we kind of deified these people as gods and we're just trying to mimic and we use straw and clay brick to build a tower that mimicked what they built, it doesn't matter. The fact is, we came together as one, all of us. And we built something together, and, and our reason behind it was to either honor the guards or duplicate what they were doing. And if you look at some of the ancient texts, biblical or either Sumerian, emerald tablets, and even some of the Indian books, you'll discover that people were living for thousands of years. Well, what happened? All of a sudden, they stopped living for... These are human beings, not gods. Humans were living for thousands of years. Now, mainstream science wants to say, oh, it's because they had more oxygen and all this kind of crazy stuff. No, man. We've been genetically modified, just like the seeds on this planet. That's why. But let's take it to the next step now. Now they have discovered that epigenic memories can be passed down 14 generations inside of DNA. Memories. So you're wondering why you feel fear of this and fear of that, or you have a phobia of this or a phobia of that, or you feel strongly about this and not so strongly about that. It's not because it runs in your family. It's because it's in your DNA. Memories are in your DNA. So what does this have to do with us? Well, every single race on this planet has been enslaved. Now, in more recent times, we've had one race 
tried to enslave other races more than others. But, however, you have to understand this. We're all still slaves in the matrix. Every single person on this planet is a slave right now at this moment. So if you see somebody that's stressing, that's under pressure, that's feeling the negative effects of what happened in the past, you can't just wipe it away and say, it's over now, you should forget about it. Because what they're truly doing is they're suffering internally. It's an internal thing. And it's not going to go away immediately. It's going to take some time to do what? Reprogram. We have to reprogram the DNA. Now, how does this work with the law of attraction? What we have to do as a people on this planet is we have to literally take the system that the elites put over us to control us and keep us dumbed down and stupid and low vibrational, take that same exact system and flip it. Use the same methods, but for positive, for high frequency information. Music is universal because mathematics is universal. The whole universe is written based on mathematics. And music is also universal. That's why I started a record label called Pantheon Elite Records. I started a record label because I wanted to affect people in a positive way through music. But well, what do I do that's different? We use conscious lyrics. Okay, well, that's the, okay, well, big deal. No, the music is encoded at 432 hertz and 528 hertz. Because the music on your radio is encoded at what? 440 hertz. Very scientifically proven, extremely detrimental to DNA. Why do they do 440 hertz knowing that it's going to be detrimental to your DNA? Because they want to keep you in a weakened state. Because why? People that come together, people that understand who they are, people that understand how much power is inside of them, will not allow this to happen. We will take control of this planet, become loving beings again, love one another, help one another, and so forth and so on. So they have to keep us in a state of weakness and, of course, also sickness. Because when your DNA is weak, you become what? You become sick. So all my music, I put it at 432 hertz and 528 hertz. And guess what's going to happen? People are going to start copying us and following suit, and it's going to become like an epidemic in a positive way. So we've got to start the process there. Programming on TV. That's why I get involved in positive shows and documentaries and movies that teach real information. Because why? I'm trying to get kids to start looking and people start looking at information that's going to help to reprogram their DNA. Another thing that you can do is positive affirmations. I have a song called Affirmations. If you look it up on any music platform, just look up Affirmations by Forbidden Knowledge with the number four. It's a song that will literally, when you play it, it's going to give you a whole song full of affirmations but with a composed music done by myself and a violin by the name of Richard Wagner. But it's going to program you. It's been scientifically proven by saying positive affirmations will literally reprogram your DNA. And guess what happens when you begin to do that? When you begin to think positively, when you begin to act positively, and then now you're reprogramming yourself and now you have offspring. It may not be just this instantaneous thing where everybody's just reprogramming, we're all awake and we're all in another dimension. I mean, it could happen because anything is possible. But what I'm trying to tell you is more than likely, we're probably going to have to go by on a step-by-step -step realistic process to do this. And it's going to take effort and it's going to take hard work. It's not going to be easy. If you're driving down the highway and somebody cuts you off in traffic, don't flip them the finger and curse them out and say this and that and all this other kind of stuff, especially if you got your kids and stuff in the car. That's just a bad example. What you should do is you should bless that person, bless their path, bless the destination they're trying to get to, and thank the universe that you didn't crash or have a car accident. And just keep on moving in a positive mindset. And when you broadcast that type of love frequency, now you're reprogramming your DNA. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. And the only reason why we're in the state we are now as a civilization on the planet is because we're not utilizing enough unconditional love.
I try not to let it get me into a state of frenzy or a state of distress. I try to control my physiology and maintain the neutral point because in the zero point field is where you can actually focus on the problem. Because once you become completely distressed, worked up, angry and frustrated, now your mind is putting more energy into that and not into focusing on the situation or the problem that you need to have to fix and solve the situation, which most likely means you probably need to be more understanding, be more patient and learn a lesson from whatever happened. Now, this is not easy to do, trust me. It's a work in progress. None of us are perfect. It's all a work in progress. It's a struggle on a daily basis. This is what's really truly called in the ancient text, being born again. Being born again doesn't mean that you believing in a specific deity and that he's going to come and save you. Being born again means it's an elevation of consciousness. You've gone from the primordial level of consciousness, the physical meat mode level, to a 5D ascension level of consciousness. Your body is still in the third dimension, but you're thinking from a much higher dimension, a much higher level. It operates on something called adinkra codes. And these adinkra codes can be traced back to the Dogon tribe in Mali, Africa, who actually were the original Egyptians from the land of Kem. They later migrated out to Mali. But they have these codes. These codes represent, they're flat codes on, on cloth, but when you take them into a third dimension, they represent sophisticated numerical mathematics that depicts something called error correcting codes in our modern science. And these error correcting codes are what run search engine browsers and websites. So what is governing the function of our space-time reality in the third dimension is a software program that runs websites and search engines. This is peer-reviewed science, guys. This is how powerful you are. So what's happening is you're syncing up with information that's already on the net and it's downloading into your body and you're processing that. So with the law of attraction, what happens is the law of attraction is not just something. You know, a lot of people hear you, oh, law of attraction, I'm going to use the law of attraction, but they really don't know how to utilize it the, the proper way. And it's a real powerful tool to use in your life. And if you really truly understand the law of attraction, you're going to make your life so much easier. It goes along, though, with the reprogramming process. You have to begin to start the reprogram. If you want it to work consistently, you can make it work by accident here or there, spot it. But if you want it to work consistently, you got to continue to reprogram your DNA. And then you have to understand one other thing, quantum entanglement. But in quantum entanglement, which is something in real physics, it's where you use something called parabolic down conversion to get two photons or two particles on the same frequency. So once you get two particles on the same frequency, you could take one particle to the other end of the universe if you had the capability of getting it there. And the particle that's local to you, you can change the information in it, put data on it, and the other particle will change instantaneously, bypassing the speed of light. What does this prove? Distance is an illusion. There is no distance. And scientists now have discovered that the neurons in the brain phase in and out of the third dimensional reality. Look it up. I always give you real science. Real science that you can research for yourself. So your neurons, your, between your synapses, are actually phasing in and out of the third dimension where are they going? They're communicating with other realms and other dimensions, syncing and quantum entangling with particles and thoughts in other places. So when you understand this power of manifestation, how to sync with the universal consciousness through something else, which I've labeled the Christ consciousness. So the Christ consciousness doesn't mean you're syncing up with Jesus Christ. What it means is you're syncing up with the idea, the concept of this higher level of consciousness that exists out there in space-time. So when you yourself are aligning yourself properly with the universe, Vibrating on a high frequency. And what does that mean, vibrating on a high frequency? That means you're thinking with love, 
not thinking with hate. You're thinking with power and love, not fear and weakness. And when you do that, that puts your DNA scientifically at a high frequency. This is real science. It's not like, oh, man, these people just got up here and talking about these frequencies and all this stuff. They don't know what they're talking about. Now I'm talking about real peer-reviewed quantum physics and quantum mechanics. I want to manifest a spouse into my life, for example. Let's just go with that. I want to manifest a spouse into my life that's operating in the same frequency that I'm operating, that's moving in the same way that I'm moving. Because I tried it before where one person's going this way, another person's going that way. It didn't work out. I did it twice. I'm going, man, I'm beating myself up. What am I doing here? Not that that person was all wrong or that I was all wrong, but it just wasn't a perfect match from the frequency level. So I start focusing on this in meditations. I start focusing on envisioning not a face, not a body, just a spirit light being that is in full agreement and movement in what I'm looking to do and accomplish on this planet. Now, because I'm doing that and I'm feeling this love frequency, this vibration and happiness in the meditation, I'm now operating at a high level. Now I'm syncing up with the Christ consciousness. The Christ consciousness is going to carry that photonic or that particle energy to sync up with the universal consciousness on a quantum entanglement. And now I'm quantum entangled directly with the flower of life, which is the face of God. And now what happens is, just like in standard physics, when you have a globe in space and you see space warps around the globe because of the theory of relativity, Einstein's theory of relativity, now replace the globe, Earth, with your consciousness, with your mind. Your mind is literally, now that it's quantum entangled, it's warping space-time. It's warping the ether of space itself. And now things that you're looking for are falling. Because what happens to a body in space that warps space? Things fall toward it. Now the things that you want in life are starting to fall towards you. You're creating your own quantum entanglement. You're creating a law of attraction. Now you have things falling directly towards you. And this is how the law of attraction works. You literally create a gravity well, so to speak, that things happen to fall towards you. And as you begin to operate in this mode, it then begins to happen subconsciously where you're not even having to directly focus. As the universe knows what you need, if you're operating in the right frequency, those things will just occur in your life and pop up for you.
this is a reminder of the who, the what, and the why we walk the red road. This is Inner Tribal Radio. Let's get it. Like a big splash there and a big splash here. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and then splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, 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 splash. Like a big splash here and a big splash there. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and then splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, 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 splash. Like a big splash there and a big splash there. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and then splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, 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 splash. Like a big splash here and a big splash there. Here splash, here splash, everywhere. Splash, jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, splash, splash. Splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, 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 splash. Like a big splash here and a big splash here. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and then splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, 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 splash. Like a big splash here and a big splash there. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and it's splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, 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 splash. Like a big splash here and a big splash there. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and it's splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish, splash, splash, Splash like a big splash here and a big splash here. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and in the splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish splash, 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 splash. Like a big splash here and a big splash here. Here splash, here splash, everywhere and in the splash. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. Splish. Cannot be one because they don't speak the spirit language. That's the spirit language. And nobody don't have that. You can learn it. You put your heart to it, you're going to learn in the heart spirit. If you put two pounds of mucus here, you're not going to learn it. Because this mucus is learned by writing and reading. Heart spirit is oral. You can hear it and listen and keep it. So that's why the so-called medicine man, I don't put down none of them because at least they're praying and trying to fall over each other trying to get back to the center. I, I 
fully agree because in 1973, that's what we fought for. There were the Sioux people were the last ones to hang on to the language and the rituals of sweat lodge, Sundance, and all of that. In 1973, it was like brothers like Dennis and Russell and Clyde and Vernon and Carter Camp, all the families from the Ogallalas. A lot of these uh, principal people were not mentioned in one of the books or history because the backbone of that moving movement was the grandmas and grandpas and the helpers so any organization program you put up they always talk about the stars that put it up or they, they don't do the work it has to be the creation of nature all the ants work together to create the ant pile okay all the bees work together in order to create honey. So this movement of American Indian movement was created by grandmas, matriarchal society, back in 1968, above Murphy's Bar in Franklin Avenue. I was there. I was the only Sioux person there, 1968. So what I'm saying is that the matriarchal society has always been the power of North America. It is from the grandma, mother, sister, and daughter. And the Sioux people have kept this uh, history together as well as the laws of the universe. And we, the Indian people in North America, are star people. I don't care what anybody says. We still carry the rituals of star people, ceremonies. This is why I have Uipi and Lawampi. And any intellect that go to these ceremonies will sit there, what, what, how, did, how are they doing it? How is this man climbing way up there in the corner? How is he flying from one corner to another? How is he winning the cancer? How is he, you know? But all we ask people who come to these ceremonies, put your intellect ways outside the room and be a human be a person of water, fire, earth, and air. That's it. And you can attain that level. So scientists could come in, anybody could come in, but they could never understand the spiritual language of our way of life. And we've been here from time immortal, and we're going to be still be here while everybody's wiped out because we kept the laws of the seven laws of the universe which is the dipper. So this is what we're trying to say for our children. The influence of this television and all the videos that's corrupting the Indian people, because that's not their way. Alcohol is not an Indian way of life. Drug is not an Indian way of life. But understand that uh, people try to change the Indian people are using this television, violence, drugs, shooting. And America is always trying, uh, European government is always trying to uh, confiscate a person's mind to their own way of life. And it'll never happen.
freedom and sovereignty here. Welcome to Intertribal Radio, the new indigenous source for healthy lifestyle choices to maintain, keep, or create a better you.